0: Hey, what's up, guys? It's Derek from Disruptor. I'm the chief Disruptor, if anybody's asking. And by the way, I gave myself that title, which is one of the liberties of having your own business. So if you think it's super cool, just know it only really means anything on paper. It doesn't actually mean anything on paper now that I think of it. It just looks really cool, which I'll stop talking about. (laughs) I haven't written anything in a while, and because I haven't written anything in a while, I didn't feel like reading you anything in a while. And I think it's because as a writer, and yes, I classify myself as a writer, everything that I write is now officially the best thing I've ever written. And when I look back on the things that I thought were the best thing I've ever written, I say to myself, why did I write that? And this one's pretty fresh. So I just wrote this one over the weekend when I felt just inspired after a, a weekend trip with a client to West Texas to film content Uh, centered around a side-by-side or a UTV, which was just phenomenal. And by the way, West Texas is gorgeous, even when they've had a 50-day drought. It's also really hot. It's a dry heat, though, right? This one's called, Dumb and Dumber Was a Tragedy. Here we go. I was recently asked the question, what does recovery mean to me? This is how I would answer that question now that I've been through recovery. Recovery is pure comedy. When I was a kid, I'd watch movies over and over and over and over and over again. I would watch them so much I could reenact them, word for word. I would laugh uncontrollably, you know, like that deep belly laugh. I had so much humor in my life. I was 14 when I first saw Dumb and Dumber near Christmas in 1994. It has always been in my top five. I'd say it's probably my number one, depending on who I'm talking to, but seriously, who can rank their favorite movie? I mean, it's impossible with all the different genres. I must have watched that movie a thousand times when I was a kid, and I'm being conservative with that number. It's probably more. I was the funny kid. Most likely to end up a comedian, and I fit the role perfectly. And it wasn't a stretch, but not for the reasons you might think. The reason is, like most comedians, I was cursed with sadness, just searching for myself and others. Now, when I watch Dumb and Dumber, I don't always laugh. I mean, most of the time I cry. I mean, isn't that pathetic? The movie's meant to make you smile and make you laugh. Now it makes me sad because it reminds me of a season of my life when I didn't know any other emotion other than happiness. As a 42-year-old man, I still compare almost everything to a movie or a TV show, and I'll bring up obscure movie references that only I know, and I'll get lost trying to explain to someone the scene I just referenced that they didn't get, and now have way less interest in watching the movie now that I've botched that reference. Another movie, was also released that same year, is also in my top five. And ironically, it's also on TNT every day. And we all know it as the Shawshank Redemption. Like Dumb and Dumber, I watched it a thousand times. And likely it has surpassed the number of times I've watched Harry and Lloyd on the screen. And I'm not being conservative there. It's a movie about hope. And if you know me, you know I love slang and hope. I think most of us want to know, hey, what the heck happened to Andy and Red after reuniting in Mexico? Just give me like a five second short on YouTube. Just let me know what happened. You remember the name of the town, don't you? Say it with me. Zewataneo. I totally sounds so sophisticated when I say that. By the way, this is a sidebar. Look up the town Wataneo and if you've seen the movie the Shawshank Redemption which if you're a human being there's a 78% chance you have is it spelt the way you thought it would be spelt okay assuming you're not in like the spelling bee competition because I'm not it don't look anything like I thought it would anyways I'm just curious so what does recovery mean to me after eight years and countless hours devoted to understanding my problems, I think of the correlation between comedy and sadness as I recall Red's final parole hearing. I'm not sure what to say to you if this is a spoiler alert, because who hasn't seen a Shawshank Redemption? And here's a reference for you. So humor me because this, about what I'm about to read to you, is my personal version of Red's parole hearing towards the end. Recovered? I'm not even sure I know what that word means. It's just a made up word. Something we can use to classify people who are open about their issues. I know what you think it means, but what are you really worried about? Am I ever gonna drink again? There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about alcohol. Not because I think I'm an alcoholic or because you think I should. I look back on the way I was then, a young punk who let the real problem off the hook. I want to talk to him, I want to knock some sense into him, I want to tell him to deal with the underlying issues the same way he dealt with the booze. Recovered? It's just a bullshit word. We're always in recovery if we genuinely are being honest with ourselves. Now that young punk is long gone, and I'm all that's left. Just a middle-aged man with anger issues who's still holding out hope it will someday all be better. I have to live with that. I'm not an alcoholic, but if you want to worry about me drinking again, go ahead, because I don't give a shit. I only want to feel happy for a moment or two a day. I mean, is that too much to ask for? if you're reading this and wondering or listening to this and wondering is Derek giving off a huge cry for help or wondering if I've fallen off the deep end I mean the answer is no and I mean I don't think so I guess maybe I have no it's about the journey it's about living with authenticity living authentically or in other words about being real with yourself the answer to this question is I mean, it's a bit complicated, as it should be. And still, I believe it comes down to acceptance over resentment. It comes down to making a personal choice over letting someone make one for me. Then, when all else fails, and trust me, all else fails all the time, it's never the worst thing that can happen. If you think about it, never is this gives me enough happiness to get through the day and i'm okay with that because it's my choice every choice is a chance and i don't give myself enough of a chance to be happy i don't think many of us do honestly especially with how much we consume ourselves with distractions our careers hobbies possessions and not enough of what matters things like relationships Things like love. To quote another movie... Okay, well, it's not a movie. It's a TV show, but close enough, because it's super good. Ted Lasso said, It's our choices that show what we truly are, far more than our abilities. You know what's funny about that? Ted Lasso said it. He was just quoting somebody else. If you were to strip away the layers of emotion, experience, and pain that I've covered myself with all these years you discover a 14-year-old kid. A kid innocently just laughing his ass off, watching Dumb and Dumber, and not a grown man crying about how the movie used to make him feel. I'm a work in progress. We all are. And when we're honest, we're all recovering for something. That's comedy. Pure comedy. And that's my answer.